0: Hello everyone and welcome to the More Than A Hustle podcast. I'm Sean Farrell. Let's get it. Alright, so again, welcome to the More Than A Hustle podcast. Um, This is actually uh, the first real uh, episode of this podcast series. Um, The the first release was just an introduction. So um, today I'll be I'll be interviewing uh, Connor Nick um, yeah, Connor Nick yeah because yeah, yeah. yeah, some people some people pronounce him pronounce his name in different ways but it's kind of Nick so remember that but kind of Nick he's uh, the true embodiment of what you know what this podcast uh, uh, is trying to deliver message wise he's a he's a creative he's a photographer um, he has entered into the music scene uh, helping um, upcoming uh, hip-hop artists find their image Um, And mind you, he only started doing this two years ago, and he has garnered such a a strong presence um, in the the fashion and music scene. And also, he's an entrepreneur. He actually just released his, his new clothing line. What's yeah, it called? So it's
1: called 444 and company uh, we can get more into that a little bit later absolutely but um, we just did our second drop today we released that about two hours ago so yeah congrats for that thank congrats you, again
0: man and you know when I post this podcast um, I'll include you know uh, some information on his new brand and his um, you know his his creative profile and Instagram and whatnot in the in the podcast description Boy,
1: so you. Yeah. Uh, but I should mention too, it's actually not just my brand. Um, I do have a, a partner in there. She's a really good friend of mine. Her name is Monica Laborde. So I just gotta gotta show some love where love is due. So shout out Monica. Shout out Monica.
0: <laughs> All right. So so yeah, let's get right into it. Um, I'm I'm just gonna be uh, chatting with Connor about you know about how he entered into the photography scene. Um, and how he you know turned it into something that. You know, he could actually monetize, Uh, you know, he he took his hobby, took his passion and and turned it into something that is more than just a hobby, you know, and that's what More Than a Hustle is all about. So Connor, let's begin. Um, More espresso before we start? Nah, I'm chilling, (laughs) I'm chilling. (laughs) All right, so yeah, first off, so how did you get involved in in, in photography?
1: So I've always been a pretty creative type of dude. Um, Photography is always something I've really, really thought was cool. But I never really had the means to pick up a camera, and um, I just never really th- thought about picking up a camera. I actually I remember one time actually like I was I was walking through like a Target with some of my friends, and I was like, I kind of want to get a camera. And they were like, Dude, why do you need a camera? Like, what are you gonna take photos of? And it was like it was kind of like discouraging. But I was like, Damn, like yeah, you're right. What am I gonna take photos of? So like I just like disregarded it. I was like, Yeah, like I'm not gonna buy a camera. That's stupid. <laughs> yeah, you guys is right. So I just kind of like let like two years go by and then uh, finally I was a senior over at Siena College and I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna enroll in this photography class. And I didn't have a camera, but you needed a camera, so I was like, all right, I'm gonna buy a camera. So I bought my first camera and I was just like, as soon as I bought it, I was like, I was into it. I was just like, damn, if I'm gonna do this, like I'm gonna really do it, like I'm gonna learn everything I can about it, and I'm just gonna start researching everything, and like I just kind of just did it. So I took the class and I immediately fell in love with it. Like I like because like I just said like I've always been interested in photography. I just thought it was cool. I've Always been into, like documenting stuff. So like that's kind of what I wanted to do. And then from there I just kind of fell in love with it even further every single day. So I'm just kinda, all it took was one day at the at the store. At the store, yeah, my boys shut me down. So shout out to you guys. Didn't <laughs> drop names, but y'all probably don't even remember. <laughs> but I did. And that's pretty amazing though. Like repeat that again. When did you start? Oh, about two and a half years ago, yeah. So May, yeah, it was May twenty fifteen when I bought the camera, and then the semester started, like September or something like that. So, uh,
0: now to, I mean, to the audience, you guys will be amazed at how you know how much uh, how much stronger he's gotten as a photographer in these two years. So thank you, I appreciate it's that really a Um So, you know, that leads me to my next question. Actually, like, how did you how did you build upon this? You know, you 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 picked up the camera. Um, you taking pictures here and there became, you became more and more interested, but what kind of sparked you in saying, all right, this is not just a, just a one-time thing or like a little hobby. This is going to be something more like what went through your mind?
1: Uh, I've always been just like a very, very driven person. So like, I've never been one to quit like anything. So I knew that once I picked that camera up, like I wasn't going to just like stop. Plus I spent a lot of money on it too. So I was like already well invested. Um, but I just I just knew that like I could make something of this and like by no means was I good like at all. Like I was taking photos of like my car. I used to be like really, really heavy into like the car scene. I used to drive this like this like souped up Audi back in the day and I would always take photos of that and I would like I would like go to car meets and stuff like that. So I would take photos of like, different cars and stuff, then I realized like this isn't it. I was like that ain't it. I don't I don't like that. So like I stopped all that and then I realized I really like fashion. And I really like people so like i would just start photographing people people on the street different different clothes and stuff like that and that's like once i started doing that more and more often i was like wow like this is it like i really really like this so i'm just gonna keep doing it keep studying it keep making connections and i think the uh just like the connections i was able to make with people is what really really kept me going So like i want to keep learning pushing me forward whereas with the with
0: the cars you know the automotive stuff that's that's also fun and interesting but there's not really that person to person connection exactly
1: right it was just like I mean if some people do it and then some people kill it like my, my boy Andre like he loves he loves car photography like he, yeah. he's killing it but it's just for me like um, I'm too I'm not to say, not to say he's an introvert or an extrovert but like I'm just too extroverted for for me to like only photograph cars like I got you yeah, yeah. And that's
0: an interesting point that you bring up, though, because sometimes people stumble upon their true interests, um, or even passion, if you want to go that far, at, at a young age, and they, they keep that for the rest of their lives. You oh, know, right. absolutely. But others, you know, you, you're interested in one thing, and then all of a sudden you find yourself gravitating toward another thing, and I mean,
1: that's just the way it is, but it sounds like you really stumbled on something that... Yeah, definitely, you know, intrigues you yeah. fashion and photography fashion and photography and just honestly like the entrepreneurial aspect of it Just I mean that kind of came accidentally because you were, did you asked kind of something about like how I turned that into like a, a Monetary type thing or right? Yeah, so I mean That was definitely just like by accident mm. Like the more I practiced, like the more people wanted to work with me and then like I started to realize that like my time is valuable and I like I'll still do free shoes with people here and there only if I see value in it. Like, if I can benefit from working with them and if they can benefit from working with me, then I'll do it for free. But the whole, like, monetizing it, honestly, I, I think that a lot of people just kind of, some people, they'll focus too much on trying to make money and they don't make money. So, like, with me, like, I've done pretty well with, not focusing so much on the, the money aspect of it and it just comes mm. so and obviously like my my situation is a little bit different than most people and that like i still live at home so like i'm not able to like or i'm able to like save money here and there like i don't have to pay rent so like i don't have to like, focus on that stuff but mm. it definitely helps you know
0: yeah i i think that's an interesting interesting point you bring up you know so one of the things i believe in is that you know uh, you relate it to like a mathematic function, input and output. You you know you know what you're putting into something, uh, and you better know what you're getting out of it. You know, and like like I say, personal satisfaction is should always be an output. But you know, part of the more than a hustle podcast um, and what we're talking about here is to is to see money um, be, be an output as well. Yeah. But I like what you said. Like it's it's important not to focus solely on money. You've got to stay true to what you. What you love to do yeah because if you love to do it and your you know that's all you can think about and whatnot you're going to be making money it's gonna come naturally yeah, right because like
1: I never want to get to the point where like I'm just doing this and like I start to hate it like if I'm making let's say let's just throw out 100k a year if whether that's good or whether that's bad who knows everyone's got their number but if I'm making that and I'm not happy then why am I doing it hmm. like I'm not gonna work like a dog just to be unhappy so, it kind of just like ties that together. Right. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, tell me how you tell me how you actually gravitated toward the hip hop scene. Did you notice that this was, you know, a huge potential market for you to get into, or have you always been interested in,
1: in hip hop? I've always listened to it. actually no that that's a lie. I haven't always listened to hip-hop, but I've, I've listened to hip-hop and rap since I was probably like 15 um, But when I first picked up the camera like I had absolutely no interest in photographing rappers because <laughs> I, I like I said I was photographing cars, but um One of my homies that I first um, started photographing with he was he's been photographing for a long time He uh, I he hit me up and like I ended up at some rappers house and um, I got put in contact with this dude named Joyard. He's Johnny Phones' manager, He's a bunk- and I shoot for Johnny all the time. So I got put in contact with him, and then from there we just kind of started building a relationship, and um, that's kind of how I got so far into that community. Mm. And I've, I've been lucky, I mean, I, I've developed, or I've grown and progressed very quickly with that. I mean, I've, I met this guy, Joyard, uh, I think it was like February so I was able to grow pretty quickly through there um, just by building that connection with him but it's it's pretty tight because I listen to all of the guys that I photograph <laughs> so going to these shows and just like even kicking it like I was out in O'Neana last weekend photographing Johnny for my clothing line but like after that we were just kind of kicking it just like hanging out um, but it's definitely something that's really cool like once I started getting more into photography and like researching people like Gunnar Stahl and like Cam Kirk. They're both they're very well known hip hop photographers. I started realizing that like that it's actually a niche in photography. And that's something I've actually become very, very interested in. It's something I like really wanted to do. So like I actually like tried to focus more on getting to like, like I wanted to like figure out how I could get to that point that they're at. Mm-hmm. And I think I've been able to align myself in a way that I'm able to do that. Um,
0: are you trying to be um, uh, innovative at all like coming up with different different ways of of photographing them or are you are you trying to really focus on these these two individuals and how they how they go about their their business you know and
1: and map your strategy uh, okay yes I mean I don't I definitely don't like copy their style at all I just kind of like look up to them I think they have really dope really clean work I just, like I said, I just kind of like look up to them and like I still photograph all the people that I photograph in like my own my own style. I guess, I think the only comparison I guess you could say between like me and someone like Gunnar Stahl would be like that, like I shoot film sometimes when I shoot these guys, because mm. like, Gunnar only shoots film. Uh, but other than that, like I just, I do my own thing and like I'll, I'll capture them in like candid moments because like I don't think that they would really appreciate me trying to like pose them when they're like out there doing their own thing, like yeah. backstage,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. and like I think <laughs> they, they
1: I have come to realize that they really really like their uh, like just like candid photos, just like they're just like, trying to have a good time. Right. So uh, interesting.
0: Just, so you you actually mentioned um, prior to this podcast
1: that you were actually flown out to uh, L.A. Tell me about that. How did you how did you get to that point? That that was insane. Um, so I'm really really blessed. Uh, so. My boy Ian Dickinson, shout out Ian one time, uh, he he flew me and Ralphie K out, Ralphie Cartel out to LA, because uh, he was out, he was living out in LA for the summer with his brother James, and uh, he just needed content, and he wanted to do some business with us, so he flew us out, like, I love both those guys, those guys are my brothers, um, Ralphie K's got identity, we talked about identity fabrics before the um, yeah. podcast started, uh, but he... Ian hit us up. He's like, yo, you guys want to come to LA? And it was crazy because I was just finishing school up for the semester. It was a summer semester and I had just started an internship up. Oh no. Like, literally like, he hit us up and it was my third day on the internship. (laughs) He's like, you guys want to come out like next week? And I was like, boy, like you're bugging, but like, yeah. (laughs) So, he's like, all right, I'm gonna buy your tickets and I was like, all right, we're, so I had to like talk to my boss. I was like, hey, um, so, you know how I'm a photographer? Yeah, like, one of my, like, one of the biggest people I photograph is based out of L.A. And, like, he's going to fly me out. Like, can I have, like, a few days off? And, like, she was cool about it. Yeah. Like, now, imagine if you easy. imagine if you were too uh, apprehensive to even ask, right? Oh, that would you have just, sucked. You yeah. just, you know. And, like, granted, it wasn't my first time photographing him. So, like. If I missed that opportunity like it wouldn't have been the end of the world right. but it still would have sucked a lot because it, it was a great opportunity like LA changed my life You know what I mean? Like I was only there for four days But like I've come to the conclusion that like I want to live there like I'm trying to move there mm-hmm. So and it also like we just had a fun time. Like, it was just a kick-ass time just like out there hanging out with my friends like Just living just like working, like having fun. So, That's great. But, like, if, you're right, though. Like, if I, if I was too apprehensive and, like, didn't have the balls to ask, like, I would have missed out on all that. Like, I wouldn't have learned all that shit about myself. Yeah. Like, wouldn't have had that opportunity to create that content with Ian, with Ralphie, with, uh, oh, yeah, our friend Miller came, Alex Miller, he came out with us. Like, it just would have been, like, I would have been miserable. Yeah, so. you know, like, like,
0: I mean, it's cliche, but life is too short to be apprehensive about those little things. Like, just throw the question, ask, if, if the person says no. Then you have to make a decision. Do I stay at this internship or? <laughs> yeah, yeah, what, yeah. What would you have done
1: if she said if she said no? I would have took that personal time. I would have been like, listen, like, I can't pass this up. Like, there's too many. Like, I met. So you so would have taken it. I would. I would have <laughs> went. Like, I met too many, too many people out there to like. I mean, I wouldn't have known I was gonna meet some yeah. great people out there, but like, I met too many people out there to like, to pass that opportunity. Right. No, for sure. It was. It was wild. But yeah, I'm thankful for all these dudes. Uh, I met I, I, I met Ian and like that kid's become a brother to me. So shout out to him. I, I met Ralphie. So many opportunity, so many opportunities have come because of that. And like, we, it just started off as like a work, like photography type relationship. Yeah, and you become, become literal, brothers. literal brothers. Like yeah. these guys are family to me now. So it's crazy. That's that's,
0: that's incredible. That yeah. really is. You know, and I, that's half the battle though. It's just is networking. Especially in this game when you're when you own a small business or you know, you're, you're a creative or whatnot networking is It's if you can't network, then you're not gonna The most it. important asset, right? Yeah. Sometimes sometimes that's that's hard to do though. I mean what, what, what
1: do you have any advice for, for good networking? You just gotta like you just can't be afraid like I, I should probably take my own advice like I was in New York City for fashion week a couple weeks ago and I was with some of my friends and I was watching them network I got I got too anxious for a couple of the people I was trying to network with so like I just didn't do it Yeah, so like I just watched them do it. It's almost it's like, like trying to talk to a girl. At a sometimes <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Like it just like you just have to like sack up and do it. Yeah um, Because le- like this situation when you went to LA, I mean
0: you asked the person she said yes And you had one of the most incredible times of your life, right? Yeah,
1: exactly Come on. Yeah, you I mean have in fact, That's actually a great way to put it like if if I didn't ask her wouldn't have gone. So, like, if you didn't ask that person, like, for the business card or if you didn't just, like, go and dress right. yourself, then you don't get that job or, like, you don't right. secure that business deal or you don't get that contract or whatever. And these things are also cliche, but it's true. When you're yeah. actually in
0: that situation, it's tough. Yeah. It yeah. really is tough. Because, to- like,
1: right now, it's so easy to say, oh, yeah, 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 I'll go talk to that girl or, oh, yeah, 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 I'll go talk to so-and-so and get that business deal. Right. But, like... When you're in that situation you could be like a stuttering prick and just like yeah drop the ball exactly and
0: it's also important to know that you know you could be the most extroverted extroverted person and go up to everyone you see introduce yourself you know blah blah, blah. and it sometimes it just doesn't work out I mean but what, do you have any advice for, for those uh, situations you know what happens if it doesn't work out what, what do you usually do
1: I'm obsessed with the idea of failure so like I I you say that again. I'm, a, I'm obsessed <laughs> with the idea of failure, man. Like like when I succeed, yeah, it's cool. Cause like I, 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 I succeeded, word. But like when I fail, I learn. So okay. and I'm I'm a I'm always like overthinking. So like sometimes it's bad. A lot of times it is bad. But like when I fail, like I just like analyze what I did wrong and then I learn from it. So like if I were to like go up to someone, or like, let's use that New York City example when I was like trying to network and I didn't and I didn't do it. Right. I, I learned from that like I learned like what I could have done in order you. to combat that and like figure it out yeah
0: yeah you know I was actually I was listening to a podcast um, a few weeks ago um, about Google good like the the X lab you know okay yeah yeah. I've heard a little um, bit about that like you know they designed the Google glasses mm. that failed right they have um, numerous other projects like Google Loon and, and whatnot trying to provide Wi-Fi services to um, people in remote areas, but the the ad, the the head of that astro teller, he was he was saying, you know, they embrace failure. Like if someone fails, they'll they'll give each other hugs. Like they'll have a celebration. And it was like <laughs> when I first heard of it, I, this sounds really, it's like awkward. really really corny, but like yeah, it's really corny. Like you know, they'll give you bonuses. They hand out bonuses if you actually fail on your projects. They they give
1: your team a bonus, and you get yeah. to like take the next week off. Like weird things like that. But. It's like a weird way to go about it, but like, I yeah. feel like, I feel like it's not sustainable for like every company, but like it definitely would work for some.
0: Yeah. And, uh, it's just the idea around that, you know, like, like embracing that failure. So you can yeah, move forward, right? it's important to be comfortable with it so that when it does happen, you're just like, you brush it off, you know, mm-hmm. brush the dirt off your shoulders, move on to the next person. You're yeah, just like not dwelling home. on it. Yeah. 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 So no, that's, that's some really good advice. Yeah. Um, so I know we, we touched on this before, you know, monetizing your your, your hobbies or monetizing your passions you know mm. it's a fine line you don't want to seem like someone who's only focused on on making money yeah but at the same time why not eat. yeah we, we all have to eat why not and that's you know that's an important part of, of what, I, what I'm trying to talk about throughout this podcast series is that we're all involved in so many different things um, and we put a lot of time and energy into these things why not see some monetary output because then you can use that you know those monetary gains and invest in other things that yeah. will benefit you as an individual mm-hmm. so um you know what's uh, do you have any advice for people who who might be out there trying to monetize their their hobbies or are people who are thinking about doing it you know where would you
1: where would you say they should start I would say honestly because I'm still trying to figure out how I can like fully monetize all my stuff like uh, by no means am I an expert but like what I could say is just don't get greedy with it mm. I've met some people who literally just picked up a camera because I mean photography is the biggest thing that I can talk about they'll just pick up a camera and then they'll try to charge people without putting in the work so put in the work learn as much as you can so your time becomes valuable so you can charge the most Hmm. let me ask you an honest question I mean,
0: do you think as a photographer starting out starting out in the game you don't really have a name yet do you think taking pictures of people putting in the work putting in overtime and then giving this content away to
1: them for free do you think that's warranted was that part of your your model at first I mean I'm still a nobody I mean I'm just a dude from Albany New York with 4,000 followers you know so that's still what I do. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> come on. Don't. <laughs> I mean, I'm still on my I ain't shit type shit, but, <laughs> um, like, no, but I mean, you, yeah, but like, I mean, I still do that. You know what I mean? Like I'll make money here and there with it. Yeah. But like, I still put in the work. Like I, when we talked the other day, when we met for the first time, I was like, man, I'm kind of tired. I was up to like 3am editing Yeah. for like the last three days. Yeah. Like I put in the work, it
0: takes work. It takes a lot of work, especially when you're, you're starting something from scratch. Yeah. You know, you're creating
1: your own style. Like yeah, i like, trying to gain clientele. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to create my own style And like it's cool because like I'll have people come up to me and tell me like hey, man Like I really like your style Like I don't see anyone else doing that and like that means the world to me and like I want my own style And I'm, I'm trying to do things differently. Like I want I want to have I want to be known For doing my own thing not like copying other people,
0: right? So. And that I mean that takes time it takes time. Yeah, like
1: and that's why I work so hard
0: but with anything you do whether you're Designing and developing apps, you know, or you're 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 doing photography or you're starting a fashion line No matter what you do if you're starting it from scratch. That shit is gonna take time and effort
1: Yeah, I mean it, it no always No matter bugs what me, you do it, Yeah, facts like it so, always bugs me when people like they just want to be an overnight success like you don't see like Gary Vee like yeah, you, no one saw like the 20 years that it took him to get where he's at
0: right and no one No one really thinks about the family behind him that left him, you know, left, left him distance. to do what he was doing. Yeah, that's another story. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> some people have to start from, you know, from not left. nothing, but, but yeah, close, to nothing, close yeah. to nothing. Yeah, like starting literally from scratch.
1: It takes a lot of sacrifice. It, does, it does, yeah, yeah. But and that's a whole nother thing too. But like, it's the sacrifice that you got to put into. Were there any times throughout this,
0: you know, throughout these endeavors that you were just like, you know, three a.m. in the morning? You're you're on your sixth cup of a, of espresso, <laughs> and you're just sitting there going,
1: "What am I doing? Bro, why that was me last night? <laughs>
0: <laughs> like why why am I putting in so much work? I texted I the homie.
1: I texted the homie Audra this morning, and I was like, "Damn, like why do I even do this? Yeah, like I was probably just like overtired. Like like i go through these like phases where I'm like really really like I feel like really really confident in my work, and like like I'm on like this like yeah this like creative high where like you can't touch me like you can't bring me down and like an hour later I'll be like damn I ain't shit that I makes me feel good cuz yeah. like I just want to wipe my entire fucking hard drive like I just don't <laughs> I just want to put my camera down and like sell it delete Instagram yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like I just don't want to deal with any of it for like, sheep so, like, for the rest of your life yeah <laughs> facts like, I just want to like move to like Russia and just like not do anything <laughs> but like but what makes you continue the, the the passion for it honestly it's i don't even know it's just like the grind I, I i fell in love with the grind of it i fell in love with the creativity of it because like at the end of the day it is an outlet and like i just realized that like a lot of the times it's my mind playing games on me when i go through those highs and lows it's yeah. it's peaks and valleys that's what andre my boy andre pan he goes connor you're just going through peaks and valleys i like that so dude that's a that's a good name for a for a, for a clothing line or something peaks and valleys yeah maybe Damn, wait, uh, wait should we just should we wait, start yeah, something? Yeah, 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 yeah. Now that's an, that's another thing too. Wait, we're gonna come for our own brands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. gonna kill our own brands.
0: <laughs> but that's another thing too. Like, always see opportunity. Always keep your eyes open,
1: and and keep yeah. the doors open too. Never close anything. That's months. another thing too. Like a lot of people don't see. Like you have to constantly be looking for opportunity. Yeah. And you have to. You have to be. So back to the networking thing too. You have to be. Able, you have to be ready to like go to a Starbucks at like 8 in the morning dressed in sweatpants to, to network Yeah, you can network anywhere and like you just have to like and that goes along with the opportunity thing Like you have to seek out opportunity everywhere, right? Like you could be at Starbucks and you could like as a photographer I Can see like I can meet this dude as a real estate agent and I can overhear a conversation where he's like Oh, like I, I need headshots for exactly boom I- Exactly. Yeah, that that's what happened. Uh, you know for, for my music game.
0: Uh, I was looking for photographers and whatnot I should have I, I didn't meet you at that point but I was at a barbershop and I was just ch- chilling waiting for my you know waiting for my appointment and I hear the two guys you know the barbers talking to the the guy in the chair and the dude in the chair is like yeah I got a photo shoot later I', I, I, I got to do a couple of shoots this weekend I walked up to him and said hey you know let's talk business so you know you always have to be ready and I think that's one of the most important rules you know always be ready always be ready always keep your eyes open because
1: literally Anywhere, anytime, your life could be changed. Oh, fat, you know that. Let's go back to the, the hip hop thing too, because that that reminded me of something I wanted to say. Um, you, you always have to be ready. So Joyard, the the uh, the manager, that uh, he's a producer and manager. He te- so me and Audra Hopkins, we always we always shoot the shows together. Like we're just like a, a team, we're like a power team for it. I see. Um, Joyard, he'll, he'll text us, and he texts us right before. Um, Jay Critch came a couple weeks ago. But, like, two months ago, he texted us, and he was like, yo, guys, I have a pretty cool opportunity for you guys. I can't tell you anything about it, but are you guys down? Yeah. And uh, we just we were just like, yeah. So, like, that's another thing. You, you just have to take the opportunity and just kind of, like, do it and be, like, be ready to just, like, jump into, like, anything. Yeah, I hear you. And then, like, two weeks after us, like, saying yeah, he was like, yeah, by the way, it's Jay Critch. Wow. So... It just like worked out that's unbelievable so you just gotta be like be ready for like anything
0: <laughs> I think that's a that's a really good story though this this story right here is you know picking up a camera randomly mm-hmm. essentially two years ago and now you've got this whole brand behind you
1: yeah yeah it's it's it's, it's pretty cool like I don't know it, it feels good to, to know that I have like a lot of people behind me who like support what I do yeah I like, mean I'm, I'm here on your podcast like it's something I've always wanted to do um, yeah. and, like, you randomly hit me up. you like, yo, you want to come on my podcast? I was like, damn. Like, I was just, like, with my boy on, like, the radio the other day. And I was like, damn, like, I'm kind of jealous. Like, I wish I was, like, getting interviewed and shit. Yeah. So, like, and here I am. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's That's cool. what it's all about. It's all about just connecting with people and helping each other
0: grow. Because we were talking about that before, you know. It's such a competitive oh, world, yeah. you know, especially in, like, the creative space. Photography, videography, fashion, blah, blah, blah. Music, like, that's how you... You know you got to meet up with the people that you vibe with Mm -hmm. and help each other grow
1: you know absolutely yeah
0: don't you know there's there's time there's a time and place for competition but
1: yeah yeah I mean there's a time I think it's okay I'm a very competitive person yeah but I'm not about to be competitive with someone I vibe really well with so Ralphie K with identity fabrics my brother he literally like I've learned so much from him that I'm able to take into my brand so, like, I'm not about to try to compete with him. Like, with uh, Play Dead out in Troy, like, he and I vibe well. I'm not about to compete with him. Like, he shows me love on my brand, and we've, like, met in person, like, twice. Yeah. Um, with you, like, I'm not about to compete with you, because, like, right off the rip, like, we, we hit it off pretty well. Yeah. With other photographers, like, I'm not about to compete with anyone because we're all in different lanes. Like, exactly. and if we're in the same lane, I'm going to try to work with them and, and grow, like, Exactly, and who knows? Yeah. Maybe you can
0: do a collab with me or, you know, Identity yeah, yeah. Fabrics and the the collab between, you know, two brands could be it could monumental. Be, it, it could be monumental. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: like, like, you look at, like, something like Supreme. Like, they're, they're doing shit with everyone. Like, yeah. And they, yeah, I mean, they're a huge-ass brand, but, like... And all like, of the entities yeah. involved are benefiting, like, Yeah, exactly. Know? Like, that's something I really, really value about um, just the, the the Capital Region. Just, like, there there is a lot of competition, but there is a lot of collaboration. Like, yeah, I find that with like a lot of people in the hip hop community, with the clothing line community, with the photography community. I mean, the photography community is great. I mean, uh, the homie Hannah Benton, she does. Um, she runs. She's not even from here. She's from Alabama, but she goes to school uh, down in Vassar. And she, she has this thing called Hudson Ports. So like once a month, she'll like host a meeting. So that's her thing? That's her thing, yeah. Wow. So like a bunch of photographers and models will meet up and like they'll collaborate and like work together and like just do their thing. And like that's cool, so like everyone grows from that. The the, the rappers that I work with, they all help each other grow. Like they, they'll hop on tracks, they're all homies. It's cool, because like, like I said before, like I listen to them, so like, Yeah, and like I'm like homies with a lot of them. So like I'm part of like a certain group with them Not all of them but like the ones that like really help each other out like They're really growing and I'm like growing with them and then the clothing lines like they all really work together too So like it's such a a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful community That's just like really figured out that like you have to work together if you want to grow exactly and there's that You know, it's the desire to,
0: to never be a victim to complacency, you know, and to always be hungry for for what's next, you know. Oh, yeah, you yeah. realize that, you know, you just help each other out, grow. We all have to eat. And hey, if I make it to the next level, you know, you better believe that I'm gonna help you get to that level with me. Absolutely, and so yeah. you just keep growing together. Cause it, oh. <laughs> phone down, phone down. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I think we've I think we've touched on a lot of interesting things. Is there anything else that you would just like to for all of the people out there who want to get into um, photography or fashion design, or start their own brand or whatever, and for the people who want to actually you know monetize off of photography, just there, do it.
1: Yeah, just like just go for it and just like practice, just like learn, like learn as much as you can. Yeah, it's like someone someone hit me up the other day. Like they were asking asking me about um, like how to just like really start a brand like. Like it was a clothing line they wanted to start, and like by no means am I an expert. Like we, this is our second drop. Like I'm still learning. Like I really don't know much at all. Like I'm just trying to like I'm figuring out as I go. But like I would just say like with anything you do, like photography, clothing, just research, just learn as much as you can, and just practice. Just like if you want to monetize it, you have to. If when you when you start to monetize something, that means you see value in yourself. But in order to see value in yourself to like charge other people, you you have to be I don't want to say an expert at it but like you have to you have to be good at it mm-hmm. so you just got to really really put the time and the yeah. effort into to getting to that point I and think. yeah
0: just being prepared right yeah. in general because when you when you show up and someone is ready to hand over some cash and you know, you're not really set up you don't have like yeah like the, don't pull up to a photo shoot with your iPhone 10 right yeah you know and, and that's that's the thing I mean uh, you know Sometimes you're just gonna have to sacrifice some money invest a little bit
1: into the proper equipment know what you're doing talk to other people Yeah, the biggest thing is investing in yourself like you're not gonna I mean you might succeed but you might I don't think you're gonna succeed if you don't invest in yourself And if you don't invest in the people that you love. Yeah Like I can like I have a group of like ten people that I consider to be my team. Yeah Like I invest in them. I invest in myself and I think we're doing pretty well. Good. Good. That's what it's all about. Yeah Hey
0: Thank you so much thanks for having me man um, like I said I'll post some of the information about kind of Nick in the um, in the podcast description check out his content it's, it's really amazing stuff you know I, I can't I really can't get over the fact that just two years ago he, he picked up a camera and he's like what the hell is this and now <laughs> you know he's he's garnered a lot of respect in the community um, and he's moving up in the ranks and so the point is that you know you can as well whatever you get into you know mind you entrepreneurship is not you don't have to be jeff bezos you don't have to be mark zuckerberg um you know you can literally start a pastry shop open up a pastry shop you're an entrepreneur you know
1: absolutely yeah. get into
0: photography start monetizing it you know if you sell a product or service you're an entrepreneur period so there's nothing stopping you you know take what you love to do uh and and, and make something out of it um you know build a legacy uh, so that people will remember your name, you know. So Connor, again, thank you so much. Again, well, thank you um, so much. Best of luck with your future endeavors. I appreciate you as well man. Come. <laughs> thank you so much. Alright, peace.